There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. On this episode of Newt's World... Now we assemble this afternoon to count our citizens' votes and to formalize their choice of the next president. Now we're going to finish exactly what we started. We'll complete the process the right way, by the book. We'll follow our precedents, our laws, and our Constitution to the letter. And we will certify the winner of the 2020 presidential election. As we reconvene tonight, let us remember, in the end, all this mob has really accomplished is to delay our work by a few hours. We will resume our responsibilities now and we will finish our task tonight. I urge my colleagues to move forward with completing the electoral count, to refrain from further objections, and to unanimously affirm the legitimacy of the presidential election. Today, a shameful assault was made on our democracy. It cannot, however, deter us from our responsibility for that reason, Congress has returned to the Capitol. We always knew that this responsibility would take us into the night and will stay as long as it takes. Our purpose will be accomplished. The elected representatives of the people of the United States have assembled again on the very same day to support and defend the Constitution of the United States. Let's get back to work. Hi, this is Newt. Due to the virus, I'm recording from home, so you may notice a difference in audio quality. Bipartisan baloney. And I say that because I listened the other night as people who at the time were shocked and were desperate to get beyond the immediate crisis. All began to say, oh, we need to find a way to work together. We need to find a way to be bipartisan. 
we need to find a way to listen to each other. And within 12 hours, listening to each other turned into the Democratic leader in the Senate and the Democratic leader in the House calling for either the use of the 25th Amendment to force President Trump out of office or an impeachment. The President of the United States incited an armed insurrection against America. I joined the Senate Democratic leader in calling on the Vice President to remove this president by immediately invoking the 25th Amendment. I believe the president is dangerous. The quickest and most effective way to remove this president from office would be for the vice president to immediately invoke the 25th Amendment. Now, the idea that with 12 days to go, you would bring up the concept of impeaching somebody who just a month ago got 74 million votes is about as far from bipartisanship as you could imagine. But my whole career, all the years I spent in the House, the years I was Speaker of the House, again and again I come into this double standard on the left where their idea of bipartisanship is conservatives surrender. And so they're very happy to be bipartisan if you give them what they want. But think about the psychology of somebody who with a straight face can in the evening talk about bipartisanship and the next morning talk about impeaching the president and not even realize what an extraordinary, profound difference there is in those two approaches. I think we could use real bipartisanship. When I was Speaker of the House, despite all of the fights we had, Bill Clinton and I got a lot done because we could reach beyond fighting and pass welfare reform pass a capital gains tax cut, pass four consecutive balanced budgets, because we understood that beyond partisanship, there's a country, and you got to find a way to work together. And yes, we went through an impeachment, but it was a totally different model. We didn't rush out to play some game. We had a report given to us that we couldn't avoid. Now you're in a situation where, having failed to impeach the president on a totally phony Ukrainian issue at the beginning of the election year, you now have Speaker Pelosi once again bringing up the idea of impeachment. How does that lead to bipartisanship? How does that calm people down? How does that get us beyond the immediate moment? It doesn't. And I think the fascinating thing is let's review how people got to here. We were told over and over again that we were, in fact, sort of irrelevant. Even on television, sometimes you get these snotty comments. They're high-fiving each other for this deplorable display of, of, of behavior. And they're going to go back, you know, to the Olive Garden and to their the Holiday Inn that they're staying at and the Garden Marriott. And they're going to have some drinks and they're going to talk about the great day that they had in Washington. And they really did something and stand up for something. The elite contempt for the 74 million people who voted for President Trump is just astonishing. And so... You end up with us being told all year long. The news media told us over and over that violence was fine. Riots were fine. Sometimes people just had to do things because they were so offended or they were so hurt or they had such a deep need to be heard. And I want you to hear what many of the news media said all through the summer while the rest of us sat and watched cities burning, stores being destroyed people's neighborhoods being torn apart, 
We thought that was violence. People died. We thought that was violence. Oh, but that wasn't violence because it was morally legitimate. Here, the voices of those who trained the rest of us to be numb to the concept of a riot. I want to be clear in how I characterize this. This is a, mostly a protest. Uh, it is not. Uh, it is not generally speaking unruly. That ain't a riot, what we're seeing right now in Minneapolis. They are strictly principled anti-fascists, and they've taken a principled stand to stand against white supremacists and white nationalists wherever they may show up. I argue to you tonight, all punches are not equal morally. It says it right in the name, Antifa, anti-fascism, which is what they were there um, fighting. Listen, there's, you know, no organization is perfect. There was some violence. Any reasonable person would say we shouldn't be destroying other people's property, but these are not reasonable times. But thank goodness for the looters, man. And please show me where it says that protests are supposed to be polite and peaceful. I don't care that much about statues. Should that be done by a commission or the city council, not a mob in the middle of the night throwing it into the harbor? People will do what they do. What you're seeing behind me is one of multiple locations that have been burning in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Do not get it twisted and think that, oh, this is some something that has not never happened before and then this is so terrible and where are we and these savages and all of that this is how this country was started people get mad and people get sick of it people are risking covid to explain to this country that we're fed up most of the major movements in american history have started at the grassroots level and at some point have turned into direct conflict with american government so Remember your history before you judge your present. Thuggishness is thuggishness wherever it comes from politically, and and we should be the first to call it out. I disagree. So as you listen to those and think about it, I thought at the time they were crazy. I still think they're crazy. I totally condemn what happened at the Capitol. I think that we have to, in fact, move in the opposite direction and say we're not going to tolerate any level of violence anywhere. That means not only no violence in the U.S. Capitol, It means no violence in Portland, Oregon, no violence in Seattle. It means no violence in Milwaukee, no violence in Baltimore. And we're not currently anywhere near that. In fact, thanks to George Soros helping elect local district attorneys, we have an entire new model where the innocent victim is not protected, but the guilty criminal is protected. Now, this is the sort of stuff that leads to exactly what we're currently seeing which is a massive increase in the number of people being killed in this country. So you have individual kinds of violence called crime. Then you have political violence called riots, almost all of which have been by left-wing groups, and almost all of which have been, frankly, protected, covered up, minimized by the news media, including the Associated Press, which changed its definition so that you wouldn't use the word riot, and instead it would be a disturbance. And that's the framework that ended up at the U.S. Capitol this week. And that does not justify a single thing that was done, but it explains the context in which people were stunned. And now, of course, it's gotten big enough and close enough to the heart of our system that suddenly people are starting to back up. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. 
Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The reason I use the term bipartisan baloney is I've been through this so many times in my life. There's a brief crisis. For a few days, the left pretends it really wants to work together. But what it really means is they'd like us to surrender. So let me give you just a couple of examples. I believe that if the Democrats wanted to prove they wanted to take a step towards bipartisanship, they could reverse the rules that they just adopted. And the new Congress, Nancy Pelosi, with a very narrow margin, has changed the rules in three ways that are deeply offensive to the Republicans. First, she's taken away the right to have a motion to recommit, which was a specific advantage of the minority party, whether you're Democrats or Republicans. When I was Speaker, the Democrats got to use the motion to recommit. But what it said was that when a bill came to the floor, the minority had an opportunity to pick one piece of the bill and force a vote on. And of course, the reason the majority hates that is you pick something which will be very painful for some of their members back home, something that they can't explain very easily. So the Pelosi answer is eliminate it, take it away from the minority. The Republicans no longer can do that. The second thing they did is they created a whole new waiver so that instead of having to offset increased spending, as long as the speaker designated it as environmentally useful, green spending, if you will, doesn't have to be offset at all. So we now put a whole new zone to have literally billions of dollars of spending with no offsets, no need to find other revenue, just a payoff basically to the left. And then third, they've adopted this utterly insane provision that 29 key words will no longer be used. Those are all words that relate to gender. 
It's an effort, I think, to create gender security for their radical wing. Nancy Pelosi's website, the last I checked, still describes her as a mother and grandmother. That may disappear. Somebody asked me yesterday, so what do we call Mother Teresa now under the House rules? But the point is, nobody on the Republican side would have adopted that. And I suspect most of the Democrats didn't realize they were adopting it because it's nutty. So if they wanted to prove they were interested in bipartisanship, they could simply go back to the rules as they were last year, which gave the Republicans a motion to recommit to try to target specific amendments, guaranteed that any additional spending on the left had to be offset, and used common English like brother, sister, cousin, uncle, aunt. I mean, this stuff truly is madness. I rise to urge adoption of the rules package for the 117th Congress. This package includes innovative proposals to modernize the House and facilitate good policymaking. I applaud the inclusion of gender-neutral language that embraces all gender identities and reflects that this chamber is not just a man's world anymore. Now, I guarantee you that Kevin McCarthy next week gets up and says, I move in the interest of bipartisanship that we revert to standard English that he will not be given a vote by Nancy Pelosi. Because when she says bipartisan, she means she dictates we surrender. That's their version of bipartisanship. Now, similarly, both Pelosi and Schumer ought to just be quiet about Trump. Trump has already said publicly he's going to leave. There's going to be a peaceful transition. Now Congress has certified the results. A new administration will be inaugurated on January 20th. My focus now turns to ensuring a smooth, orderly, and seamless transition of power. They've already sent out a message to all of the presidential appointees that they need to resign by the 20th of January. They're actively working to help Biden with the transition. To now go after Trump, and frankly, you can virtually count after the bipartisan conferences are over, that the Democrats will do everything they can to make Trump's life miserable once he's no longer in the presidency. They're not going to leave him alone the way we left Clinton or, for that matter, the way we left Jimmy Carter, the way Ronald Reagan was left alone, George W. Bush was left alone. No, this will be something we've never seen in American politics. This will be a deliberate effort to destroy somebody because you politically disagree with them, even after they left power. And yet they will scream bipartisanship precisely as they develop these kind of plans to destroy the President of the United States. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. 
No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. not at all enamored of the current babble. The news media, which is astonishingly hypocritical, is quite willing to say that left-wing violence is reasonable, but that this other stuff is really terrible. I have to say, when I saw that Zuckerberg had canceled the president of the United States' access to Facebook, I really had to ask myself, I mean, who does he think he is? He's not king. He's not the person who should be able to dictate that the elected president of the United States, a man who just got 74 million votes, can't communicate. And yet, again, he would say, oh, I really want to be bipartisan. But notice what their version of bipartisan is. He used their language on their terms about topics they approve. And if you don't, they cut you off, even if you are the president of the United States. So I think we have to be honest. We're, I think, at a really deep crossroads. And I think all of us were jarred deeply by what happened in the Capitol. I know I felt some combination of being physically sick to see the chair I used to sit in, occupied by thugs and barbarians and people who should be in jail and hope will be in jail. I was enraged that people would do that to the United States Capitol, which is the center of freedom on the planet. And I'm still to this day very angry. And I really hope every single one of them will be tracked down based on video, and then will be tried and whenever possible sent to jail. Very straightforward. And certainly, the people who are involved in killing the policemen should be charged with murder because we have to decide we're going to protect the people who protect us. And that policemen deserve the support of the community. So I think all of us are horrified by that. However, what worries me is that in the midst of that, That'll be used once again by the left as an excuse to tell the rest of us to shut up. And if you don't shut up, you must be a bad person and you must be like those people. We're not. There's 74 million people who voted for Donald J. Trump, many of them because they're sick of the bureaucracy. They're sick of the petty dictatorships. They're sick of the incompetence. When you read that Governor Cuomo sent people with COVID back into the nursing homes, and thousands died because of the governor's actions. When you read that in Southern California, they've so mismanaged 
the health system that ambulance is being told, don't bring people to the hospital if they're dying because we don't have any space for them. This verges on the collapse of civilization as we know it. And certainly if you look at the map that's available online, that shows you where feces are around the city of San Francisco, you do get a sense that things are just falling apart. So I think that we're still in a real crisis. And I think this is going to be a great moment of defining for President-elect Joe Biden. Biden gave a nice speech the other night. I thought it was actually very positive. He has good speechwriters. And I thought that he did about as good a job as you could in that moment. Now he has a choice. He's at a crossroads. He can reach out and say to Pelosi, I would like you to return to last year's rules for the House. And I'd like you to try to find a way to sit down with Kevin McCarthy and actually have bipartisan conversations. No more talk of the 25th Amendment. No more talk of getting Trump out before inaugural day. No more talk about a possible impeachment. And since it's going to be a 50-50 Senate with the decisive vote being Vice President Kamala Harris, they don't exactly have a huge march. President-elect Biden might decide that he actually wants to sit down and talk with his old friend Mitch McConnell and actually have some meetings that are genuinely bipartisan. He might decide he wants to bring in Kevin McCarthy as well as Nancy Pelosi and actually have meetings that are genuinely bipartisan. I will believe that it's not bipartisan baloney if we see real acts that involve real change on the left. It is not going to satisfy me to be told that bipartisan means conservatives have to surrender in order to appease and please the news media and the power structure of the left. And so I just wanted to spend these few minutes sharing this with you because I think it's very important not to allow 74 million people to be smeared and not to allow a movement which has been growing steadily from Goldwater through Reagan through the contract with America, through the Trump administration, not allow that movement to be browbeaten and forced to give up its core principles just to appease people who deep down deeply, deeply dislike us. So I hope this is actually bipartisan reality. I suspect it is bipartisan baloney, but we'll know in the next week or two, and we'll see what President-elect Biden does and which road he chooses. If he wants to be bipartisan, I think you'll find many of us will, in fact, try to work with him because the country has to move forward. But if he's determined to talk bipartisan while acting entirely partisan, he should not expect us to be so dumb that we have to fall for it. He gets to choose. And then we get to choose after we watch him. And I hope that you will join me in turning down any bipartisan baloney offering genuine bipartisanship, but doing it in a way that we will cooperate, but we will not surrender. And that has to be the base of how we move forward. Newt's World is produced by Gingrich 360 and iHeartMedia. Our executive producer is Debbie Myers, our producer is Garnsey Sloan, and our researcher is Rachel Peterson. The artwork for the show was created by Steve Pendley. Special thanks to the team at Gingrich 360. If you've been enjoying Newt's World, I hope you'll go to Apple Podcasts and both rate us with five stars and give us a review so others can learn what it's all about. I'm Newt Gingrich. This is Newt's World.
from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.